Hello, Georgie. What a nice boat. Do you want it back? Um, yes, please. You look like a nice boy. I bet you have a lot of friends. What is up everyone? Hello, this is Sky from The Gathering and I have a very special bonus episode for you today. Adam, one of the members of The Gathering, has his own YouTube channel called Arizu Videos. He posts content weekly and this last month during Halloween he's posted a bunch of Halloween videos. I've taken two of those videos with his permission of course and we're going to play those on The Gathering Podcast. Just a little bit extra content we like to try to give you now and again, and especially being Halloween, I think you're really going to enjoy these. So Adam, thank you again for letting us use these, and enjoy. The first one up will be it, and the second one will be The Shining. Enjoy. What's up everyone on the internet? Thank you Mix Video Party. I'm so excited to upload one for you guys because for this video we're going to take a look at a small little horror film that reignited our fear of clowns and that will be it. Just so you know we're going to be talking about the 2017 film rather than the 90s special because for me the film was actually one of my very first modern horror films. I'm going to be honest with you I didn't see this film in theaters. I actually waited for it to come on rental because for me I really don't like watching horror films in theaters because of the overall setting. It's pitch black, the sound is at full blast which makes the jump scares even more scary and because I'm watching a horror film for the first time at a theater, I don't know when the jump scares are going to happen so basically I'm going to be jumping out of my seat screaming like a maniac or like it's bloody murder. I mean I used to do reaction videos to horror film trailers just for your entertainment and if you guys have seen those videos, you'll know that I get scared pretty easily. Anyway, it was released in 2017 after the film came out in theaters and after it came out in rental and after I watched enough YouTube videos to know when the jump scares were going to happen, I finally gave the movie a shot. By the end of it, I actually really liked it. And the way the movie opens up, it's so peaceful, it's so subtle. When you're watching little Georgie run in the rain, chasing his boat before it goes down a drain, then all of a sudden he hears his name. Hey, that rhymed. And as Georgie approaches the drain, he sees Pennywise the clown sitting there just looking at him all like, Oh yeah, Georgie. What a nice boat. Do you want it back? Nope. 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 Seriously, if I saw this in a theater, I would have gotten up and ran out as fast as I can. But anyway, Georgie ignores the danger and as he reaches out to get his boat back from his clown, his arm gets ripped off, and then we see blood just squirting out of his socket. And watching this little boy crawling on the floor away from the sewer, trying to get away, crying for help before seeing this clown head slowly reach out and then pulling him back into the drain. Oh my God, watching that, even from a cell phone video and then watching it in my own home, I was like, holy crap, that is the most graphic thing I ever saw in a horror film. Fun fact, before I watched the film, I actually watched the making of the film just so I can suck myself up where I was about to watch. And apparently, that opening scene was the last thing the filmmaker shot for the entire movie. So throughout the movie, we follow a group of kids who are getting constantly scared by this clown, but it's because of this common fear that they form a tight friendship with one another. And I can see why people saw this as a coming of age story. Because when we're kids, we're afraid of a lot of things. And it's when we start to overcome our worst fears 
that's when we take one step closer into becoming adults. With that being said though, this film still scared the crap out of me. Even though I watched all the YouTube videos about all the jump scares, and even though I knew what the movie was about, I still watched it during the day. If I watch this movie at night, I'm running to my room as soon as the light turns off. But after watching it for about four or five times on TV, I realized that it's not that scary. And because the movie focuses more on the kids rather than the clown, you do get a lot of lighthearted moments that help you calm down from all the jump scares the movie throws at you. And that helps balance out the movie because for every jump scare we get, we normally follow up with something lighthearted to where it helps us relax and get a few laughs. So overall, I really enjoy it because it's one of those new horror films that I really enjoy watching and I can handle as long as I don't watch it at night. But anyway, that's going to be it for this video, guys. That was my overall review for it. If you like what you saw, click the subscribe button so you can get the latest updates from this channel. I'll see you next time in a brand new video. Bye-bye. What's up everyone on the internet? Thank you for making this video for today. I'm so excited to upload this one for you guys because for this video we're going to be taking a look at another classic horror film that I love to watch every year and that would be The Shining. Man, 2015 was a really good year for me because not only did I watch Alien for the first time but I also watched The Shining for the first time. And I gotta tell you, that movie has stood the test of time. So The Shining was released back in 1980 which is basically about Jack Nicholson and his family taking care of the Overlook Hotel from winter and into spring all the while cabin fever begins to set in. Honestly, when this whole quarantine started, I really wanted to watch The Shining, and I think after the first couple months, I was actually showing off several symptoms of cabin fever. So if I'm ever stuck in a place with no Wi-Fi or no human contact, I'll probably start talking to the wall within the first two weeks. But anyway, I love The Shining, and I love how the movie dabbles in psychological horror as we're watching Jack Torrance descend into madness. And I also love how the movie touches a little bit of supernatural horror because as it turns out, the hotel is haunted. At the same time, we also have Wendy Torrance, who's basically the stereotypical damsel in distress. But to be fair, if I was in her shoes, I'd probably freak out too if I saw someone go stir crazy. And finally, we have Danny Torrance, who has The Shining, which is basically the ability to read minds. So The Shining opens up with them driving through the mountains to get to the Overlook Hotel. And I actually remember, as a kid, my introduction to The Shining was actually through The Simpsons because there's actually a Treehouse of Horror episode where they actually do a spoof of the entire movie. So when I saw The Shining for the first time, I had sort of a grasp as to what it was going to be about. But as the movie opens up, the score just takes my breath away as it sets the overall tone for the entire movie. Boom, 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 boom. And this score really suits well for the movie because it makes you believe that you're walking into a hotel lobby and it also makes you believe that Jack Nicholson's character is about to go crazy. And during the opening score, you hear this weird vocal scene that kind of tells you that supernatural forces are going to be a part of this film. I don't think I can recreate it, but let me give it a try. Fair warning, you might want to lower the volume for this next part. <laughs> Okay, my throat hurts right now. But anyway, I'm going to say this right now. That is one of my favorite scores from any horror film. Going back to the movie, obviously one of the things that creeped me out the first time when I saw The Shining was actually during the first act of the film, which is the scene where we see Danny in the middle of the hallway looking at two little twin girls going, Come play with us, Danny. Followed by a quick edit to one single frame that only lasts for about a second. So if you blink, you miss it. But in that one frame, you see both the girls lying dead in the middle of the hall with blood splattered everywhere. So while you have those two little girls haunting Danny, you also have Mr. Grady, who is the caretaker before Jack and is kind of manipulating him into trying to murder his whole family, just like how Mr. Grady did to his family before Jack came along. Because as we watch the movie, as we see Jack slowly go crazy, if at any point he was starting to back out of it, Mr. Grady was the one pulling him back in. And as we get into the third act of the movie, 
That's when the axe comes out. And I remember the following scene to where we see Denny walk into the room where Wendy is and he just locks the door to where we see him just repeat the word red rum, red rum, and writes it on the door. Then he goes over to his mom and starts screaming, red rum, red rum, red rum. And I remember when I first saw it, I was like, dude, kid, shut up, man, I'm trying to sleep. And then we look at the mirror to where the camera zooms in on the door's reflection to where we see the word murder spelled out. Holy crap, that blew my mind for the first time. Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh crap, oh my God, oh my God. Okay, this movie was released back in 1980 and that one scene shocked me 35 years later. That just shows you that this movie has stood the test of time. And then we get one of the most iconic lines in all of film. Here's Johnny. I will say why well, I love watching Wendy scream for her life. She should have drove that knife when Jack peeked his face through the cracked door. Okay, one of the moments that made me jump out of my seat is when we see someone come to the rescue. And as this person's walking through the hotel, we know that Jack is hiding somewhere, but we don't know where. And as this person's walking through the hotel lobby, from behind the pillar, Jack comes swinging in with his axe, giving the most blood-curdling scream. I remember watching that for the first time. It freaked me out. And I gotta tell you, the music really delivers in the threat of the movie. I don't know what kind of instruments they use, but I love how the sound is telling you that the movie's pulling out all the stops as we see just how haunted the hotel really is. And I also like it, the music's telling you that Jack has crossed the point of no return. So overall, I love watching The Shining. It's one of those movies that deserves to be watched every October. Well, that's going to do it for this video, guys. That was my overall view for The Shining. If you like what you saw, click the subscribe button so you can always up this from this channel. I'll see you all next time with a brand new video. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you liked uh, Adam's videos. Well, audios of his videos. And don't forget to subscribe to his channel. There will be a link below. And we appreciate you guys for tuning in for The Gathering. And hopefully you get to hear our all-new last Halloween episode later this week. So have a great week, and we'll see you soon.